everybody. Welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. I'm Betsy Thompson, and I am so excited to get to hang out with my friend, Jenny Howard, this morning. Thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. It's going to be so fun. I'm super excited to get to hang out. Um, And a lot of people listening and watching will know you, but of course, a lot of people won't. And uh, so I just want to jump straight into just to introduce yourself, your family, uh, just start there. Okay, so Jenny Howard, um, I have four children. Um, husband is Preston, so my four kids, my oldest is Madison, she's 12. And next I have Avery, and she's 10. And then I have two boys, William and Daniel, and they're eight and six. So, so we are at all stages. I was going to say, 12 to six. Yes. That's a range. So, yeah, um, yeah we're hitting into the teens coming up here yes. in December, so we just gave her a phone. <gasps> Ooh. So yeah, we did the whole phone contract and you know, we're trying to navigate okay. that. So it's like, yeah, we're we're doing all the things and then I've got the That's first grader. So yeah, it's yeah. you know, girl girls and all of right? those. Yeah. And rough and tumble little boys that, yes. and yeah, it's a whole deal. And they're all different. All different personalities. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's one that, you know, because we have four, and it is one of the things I'm like, they are, every one of them, completely different. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it's, and you kind of go, well, of course, duh, everybody's an individual. But you're like, but they came from the same, same exact place. They live in the same exact house. Yes. But yet they are all different. But all different. All different. So it's every day, it's like, okay, what are we getting into today? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love it. It was funny. I was talking to one of my girls yesterday, and um, and she was just talking about how uh, people make such general generalizations about mm. teenagers. You know, oh, teenagers, they're just no. so hard. Or, you know, and I was like the same thing, like with terrible twos or all that kind of stuff. And I've always been that person. I'm like, do not put that label on your children. Mm. Don't do that. And so, you know, you're in all those places of like, hey, this is who you are and we're going to work through what you're going through. But I'm not putting labels no. on you or, oh, teenage years, it's going to be all. No, no it's, it's actually not. fun. It is fun. Like, like we can actually have like cool conversation, yeah. go do cool things now. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It doesn't mean there's not hard stuff in That's the middle true. of it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's like, don't just put that label on it because then that's just what you're expecting. Right. And if it's what you're expecting, it's probably what you're going to get. Yes. So self-fulfilling prophecy right right there. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you're sweet kids. And they are. They're sweet. They're sweet, (laughs) sweet kids. I know you and Preston have been super purposeful in parenting. Um, Y'all have taught some of the parenting classes over the years. Did an online parenting Yes, we just did online. Yes, which was so cool. And so y'all really have not just purpose to learn for yourself, but to really share Yes. What you've learned about parenting. Well, so we've gained so much and selfishly us helping to facilitate. It helps us stay sharp in accountability. Yes. (laughs) So that's another reason why we do it, too. But it's just like this is such good information. Everybody needs to have these tools that we've gained. I love that. Even just your little comment of we did a phone contract. Somebody might be going, what's that? And how do I learn more about that? Ask Jenny. Yes. She would love to tell you all about how did that work and what's on it and how do you hold mm-hmm. people, how do you hold your kids accountable mm-hmm. to it? Because I think the back end of accountability is usually where it gets harder. It's easy to do the setup. It's well, harder to do the accountability because then that's on you. Yes. And we'll, I'll, I'll help when that gets there. We haven't, I mean, it's been like three days. So we'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back in a few months and go, so how's it going? Yeah. 
So ask about that stuff. So I love that. And then um, just share just your salvation story. How did you okay. come to know the Lord? Okay, so I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I actually grew up, up in Canada. So um, you're we were, Canadian. Yes, I am. Wow. So um, it was a very active. Um, like we had a lot of families that I grew up through the church with, and like my parents were active. My mom taught Sunday school, so I was in church. I hung out with a lot of different families, and then when we moved, we tried to get plugged in down here, and it was honestly it was intimidating. Mm. So I was in eighth grade when we moved. Okay. So it's that youth time, and I did not get connected and plugged in when we moved. Some of it was just, I was really intimidated. We came to the Bible Belt and I didn't know my Bible like a lot Mm -hmm. of the kids and the Mm -hmm. youth did. And now having one in youth and seeing our youth, I mean, you know, there's been a progression of these kids through children's, Mm -hmm. through um, the middle school and now into youth. I mean, a lot of them, I'm just amazed how much they know compared to what I did at their age. Um, And so I knew intellectually who Jesus was, but I didn't know Jesus. Mm. So it wasn't until I got to college and um, I played. Where did you go to college? So I started at Texas Lutheran and then I transferred to A&M and it's mainly because we didn't have a a green card and all that business. So I went to a private school and um, I played basketball for a year and a half there. And it's kind of neat now. I wasn't like the best basketball player, but God used that because then I went and coached uh, a a summer camp with, with Don Eddie, and it was a Christian basketball camp. And so I heard him preach every week mm. the gospel, and he was such a great storyteller, but I, I kept hearing it every week. And it, finally, it was like, I need this. Mm. It was like it really sunk in. And um, the coolest part was like after I dedicate, I gave my life over, and I was like, this is, this is the piece I'm missing. As I know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. but I don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was like, as soon as I I committed and I went full in and it was like, my music tastes changed Mm -hmm. and I couldn't listen to the music I was listening to as a basketball player. I listened to some pretty interesting music, (laughs) Um, but it was like, it was things just started changing. It was like, Mm -hmm. wow. And then when we moved, when I got married to Preston and we moved down into the Pearland area, we were looking for a church. And I mean, at that point I'd never done a Bible study, Mm -hmm. like an actual open, you know, I didn't know how I wasn't taught. Um, I'd seen my mom do some, but I, you know, it was never anything we did as a family. And so when we moved to Sagemont and I found Bible study, and actually the first Bible study I ever did was Covenant with the M&M girls on Tuesday mm, okay. nights back in the day. Yeah. And it was like mind blown. And I, then I was like, I want to know more. Yeah. And so that's like that. Sagemont's been the place where the sanctification for me and the maturity has really mm. been poured into. Mm. I love that so much because that's such a good encouragement to ladies and men of all ages, it's never too late. Mm-hmm. You're never too far behind. Jump in. Yes. Like, start studying God's word. Find I, people around you to encourage you, hold you accountable, pour into you. Um, it, it, it's never too late. No. And don't let the intimidation of, well, they've been doing this longer than I have. Mm-hmm. They know more than I do. It doesn't matter. It's not a comparison game. No. It's you and where you're at and just with the Lord. And he's going to meet you wherever you are. hmm and so such an encouragement to, hey, take that step. Right. Do the thing. Get in a Bible study. Start doing something. Well, and it was like, yeah, just teach me. I don't even know how. Right. Because I had tried before, like, open my Bible. What am I doing? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, what am I reading? And so just having even like, okay, let me go to a Bible study and have mm-hmm. someone show me how to do it. And I mean, at Sagemont, there's what kind do you want to do? Right. There's so <laughs> many to choose from. And it's like, you're never going to pick a wrong one. No. 
God will meet you where you are and he'll reveal something. I mean, every semester I've been able to glean something out of a study. Um, Some studies may be more than others, but it's you never leave not learning something. Yeah. God's word never returns void. void. There's always something that he's going to teach you and grow you if you allow it to. uh, Right. You allow it to. Yeah. So how long have you all been at Sagemont then? Uh, like 15 years now. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and, um, so been here 15 years and really started diving in in the last, last few years, really getting plugged in and like leading things now, you know, we've, we've gained so much and now it's like, I'm all over. Yeah. You're doing so many fun things. (laughs) Well, it's like now that all my kids are in school and that was a big prayer was the year before when it was like, okay, I know this day is coming when all of my kids are going to be in school. And it's like, what am I going to do with my time? Mm -hmm. And I started asking the Lord, like, you know, show me what I need to do. And it was like, just opportunities just started falling into place. And so now it's almost like, okay, I'm at capacity now. I have to be careful what all I say yes to. It's good to say yes when God calls us. We want to say yes. But at the same time, sometimes we can start saying yes to stuff that he never never put in front of us. So we have to be careful. Well, and it's like, I don't want to take away somebody else's opportunity from doing something. Absolutely. So So one of those things you took on um, is one of our Tuesday morning Bible studies called Mothering Matters. That's right. And uh, Mothering Matters uh, is a Bible study that's been around for ages. It changed names for a little while and changed back to Mothering Matters. Um, I was in Mothering Matters 20 years ago. I mean, so it's been around a long time. And I was in like 10 years ago. (laughs) Yes. I mean, so it has made, it is one of those studies, many different leaders through the years Mm -hmm. and, but has consistently met our moms where they are and encouraging them and walking with them. And sometimes just going, you're not crazy. Yes. It's okay. You know, um, loving ladies through tears and hard and celebrating with Mm -hmm. them when they do amazing, when you get to see your kid accept Jesus and walk with them. I mean, all of that stuff. It's just a beautiful, very almost specific season for so Mm -hmm. many ladies in their lives. One of the things that Mothering Matters has always done, which I think makes it really special, is the small group leaders are mentor moms. So seasoned women that have walked the walk and done the thing and they're pouring back into younger moms that are in the middle of it. For the most part, that's what it is. And some of the most amazing women that give of their time and their knowledge to share all that they've learned. It's awesome. Well, mothering is hard. It's hard. It's just hard. And, you know, God tells us that, you know, we can do hard things. Mm -hmm. But we don't need to do them alone. That's right. And it's, you know, he'll be with us, but then also he wants us to have community. And that's basically Absolutely. what mother matter, Mothering Matters, we're trying to do both, right? Get you deeper into the word mm-hmm. and get you connected and plugged in and connected to the vine and really growing mm-hmm. with him. But then it's also having that community to come and be like, hey, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And other moms go, yes. It is hard. Mm-hmm. And then you have some that maybe in your group even are a couple years ahead Sorry. of you. You have your mentor mom who's leading the group that can go, it is hard, but it's a pa- it'll pass. Right. It's, it's like a it's a season. Yep. And then you're into the next hard right. season that's different than the yep. one you're in now. Yep. So yeah. I think one of the neatest blessings that God's given me in my life, and I, y'all pray, ask for this, is no matter where I've been, he's always blessed me with a woman that was 
a season ahead of me mm-hmm. or maybe two seasons ahead of me that I literally could watch when I was pregnant, watch how somebody raised their two-year-old. And then when I had high school students, watch how people sent their kids to college. Mm-hmm. When I had kids in college, watch how people sent their kids into adulthood. And, you know, it's yeah. y'all ask the Lord to provide those people and then keep your eyes open to see who are those people in your world mm-hmm. to be able to go, okay, I'm just going to get to watch how they do this. And it's a huge blessing to have that. Um, One thing I love about Mothering Matters, and I think so often it's one of the things that keeps ladies from coming. (laughs) Y'all, a lot of times the thing that keeps you from coming to a group that's called Mothering Matters is your kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's your kids. Because you go, it's the middle of nap time. Or or what if my baby cries? Or what if the childcare people call me and I have to go get my baby? Listen, I love going into Mothering Matters because... 100% 100% of the time, there's at least two or three babies in there. Yep. And it makes my heart happy. And so just even talk to that about not letting that be what keeps you from not participating. Well, I think it's, they have to understand what they're going to gain. I mean, yes, it will throw off nap time. That day schedule may look a little right. wonky mm-hmm. and, you know, and there may be a little more fits or whatever, but it's like, this is your time to kind of mm-hmm. be poured into and fuel up for the rest of your week until even until Sunday, right? right? It gets you that, okay, I got my, my nourishment and I can keep going. Um, but also, I mean, your kids are also getting a break from you right. too, and they're getting to, um, fellowship with other little ones and kind of get used Mm -hmm. to being around other kids and having that break and it gives them some independence. Um, but also, I mean, heck even in the newborns bring them. I mean, we're fine if the babies need to come, there's enough other ladies that are like, can I hold the baby? I'll hold the baby for you. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, but I think it's just realizing that, you know, this is so neat. You need this, Mm -hmm. even if you don't think you do, it's like, Oh, but I'd rather have a sleep in and not come. It's like, no, this is, Yep. For you. And it also gives you, I mean, I don't know how many of them even have play dates outside of, because right. they've connected yes. with other moms. And so they've, oh, okay, you have a kid the same age as mine. Let's get them together yep. and have a park date. So I've heard a lot of them that, you know, find new friends. That's right. It's and a then, huge way to meet new friends, especially because a lot of times as a mom, especially if you're a new mom or if you have younger kids, finding new community is a deal. Because if you were working and those were the people you talked to and hung out mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Um, or you were in the newlywed connect group or the young marrieds connect group. And now you're kind of a baby. You're, change, you're transitioning seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that is transitioning to new, new people. Right. And this is such a great place to meet other women that want to know the Lord, that yep. have kids that are purposing to do that. Well, and motherhood so is lonely. Yeah. It's a lonely. I mean, you're home usually with your kids all day. And it's like until your husband gets home, it's like you haven't really talked to many yeah. adults mm-hmm. unless you take them out to the grocery store and you actually talk to the checkout right. lady. But yeah. I mean, it can be a lonely. Yeah. And so that's our getting together. And even, you know, just having someone to like call, mm-hmm. text. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's get together. It gives you that. OK, I'm not by myself. Absolutely. I'm not alone. Yep. Um, you know, we know that, that mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like, just need that physical presence of another person who knows the struggle. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And I mean, and really, I tell this to ladies a lot, um, the enemies, one of his favorite tools yeah. is isolation. Because if he can get us isolated, Whoa. then it's a lot easier for him to confuse us and convince us of things that are not true. Mm-hmm. And we can spiral to that. And then... It's crazy how he's able to use isolation and then convince us we have to stay there. 
Yes. And you're like, no, gosh, just like, don't let yourself get isolated. And so often in motherhood, that is because we are, we're with our kids and we have to be home and we're taking care of them or we're doing the things, man, purpose to not let that be. Yes. What happens? Well, and it's like, and don't let not doing your homework yes. stop you from coming no. either. Because I know that's another excuse. Oh, well, I didn't get Absolutely. all my homework done. And it's like, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're moms. We get it. I mean, not every week you're going to be, right. you know, you know, it's like we don't want you every week not coming and doing any of your homework. Right. But because we want you, we know you're here because you want to learn. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like we also understand that the baby was up all night and you just needed that nap yesterday and you didn't get your right. your homework done because you had planned to. Mm-hmm. But now. And it's also having people that go, hey, I struggle with that. This is what I've done mm-hmm. to figure out how to fit it into the schedule, like getting those people that will speak back into you to go, listen, I get it's hard to set aside time. This is how I've been able to do it. But it is not, none of those things should stop you from coming. There is Mm -hmm. such benefit to it. Like Jenny and I were, y'all were screaming it from the mountaintops. We're like, (laughs) it's so good. It's so important. Come be a part because we see the benefits and we hear from the ladies. And we both benefited from it in our season of that and coming and connecting. Yes. Whenever I was doing Mothering Matters 20 years ago, Uh, My oldest had just started kindergarten. My second was three. And then the twins were six, nine, eight months, nine, ten months. And I remember sitting, I would take Ashley and drop her off at kindergarten. And there wasn't enough time like between school drop off and when Bible study started to like go home and blah, blah, blah. So I'd take her to kindergarten. We would come park in the church parking lot. I would feed the twins and Allison would have her breakfast. And it was just, I mean, so it's. Y'all, it wasn't easy (laughs) to come to Bible study, but it was that important that I was like, hey, we're going to have a super weird morning on Tuesday mornings because I need to be in this place. And not only that, you're also teaching your kids like this is important. This is important. And it's also to teach them that like mommy has to take care of her, too. It's not just all about you. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's like it's. I matter too. And I'm a person and I need Mm -hmm. to be nourished. And so it's teaching them like, no Bible study. And then that goes with your homework. Nope. I'm doing my 30 minutes. You get to play. I'm doing my Bible Mm -hmm. study. Mm -hmm. So it's showing them that you're choosing the Lord Mm -hmm. over them. And y'all, there's this weirdness in our mom hearts that goes, oh, but that it is scriptural. It's what (laughs) we're supposed to do. And so it's a good thing to model that and then share that. Tell them that, hey guys, this is why. I'm doing this because I choose God over everything, including you sweet little bundles. Well, and what's cool now, I mean, my kids are older. And so Avery, actually her and I, I bought her the teen study of our current study and her and I have been going through it. And so, you know, helping to model to her how to do Bible study Mm -hmm, too. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's a neat, you know, she's seen me do it. And now it's also, I can relay, well, this is what I learned out of it. And even there's times I'll just say, Hey, Madison, you want to hear what I learned in Bible study today or what I listened to in um, a podcast. So it's also like, they know that I'm still studying and I can have conversations with them about what Mm -hmm. I'm learning. And then I get to hear their heart. What are you learning? That's right. Yeah. So doing that when they're little, it just gets you in that routine. It does. Absolutely. So talk about the study y'all are doing this semester. We're doing Matchless by Angie Smith and it's 
her study on Jesus and it is rich. I love it. There's a lot of scripture, but yeah, I've been going through it with Avery and there's been like things that I'm like, even depressed and Preston, did you know, you know, little things that it's like, I've read that for years. And it's like one little cultural that she's Mm -hmm. able, did you know, like in the culture? And I was like, that changes that whole scripture. So I love that's where it never gets old. His word never gets old. And I love like when there's little nuggets that you learn. So they're going to love it. And we have a fun uh, last day activity involved. I know what it is. It's super fun. So you want to come and be a part. Yes. And so what y'all normally do on a Tuesday morning? What's a normal Tuesday morning look like? So Tuesday morning, usually we come in, there's snacks, you grab a snack, and then you go to your small group and you review your homework from the last week. And that's when, you know, you get to talk through whatever you've learned. There's usually prayer time. This mm-hmm. this semester, we're making sure there's purposeful prayer time mm-hmm. in small group. And then we'll transition back to large group, watch the video, and then there'll be discussion questions at tables that we're going to mix up our small groups. We're going to do more okay. getting to know everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not just stuck in your small group. Um, that was some of the feedback that the ladies had. To get to know know more people. More people. I love that. So we're going to mix you up a little bit, and then we're done. But it's 9 till 11.30, so we get a good, you get a good chunk of, you know, in-depth mom time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one one Tuesday a semester, we get an extended day where you get to have an extended time, and you get to eat lunch with your little small group. Which is so fun. And I will say one thing. Um, Sagemont's child care is top-notch. Mm-hmm. Like you can trust your kids to be there. They will, they will come get you. They will let you know if there is an issue. Okay. But at the same time, they can take care of it yes. and they do such a good job and they love yeah. the kids so much. And it's not just babysitting. It no. is curriculum. And I mean, they're like, yeah, they usually things and songs and come books home and with a a paper craft. They're craft coming home with stuff that you can talk to them about. So it's not just, hey, come sit in here and hang out. It's yeah. very purposeful. And so um, it's a great thing for your kids to do on a weekday as well, mm-hmm. um, especially your older kids. I mean, it really is kind of like a little Bible study for them right. to get to go to. It really, really is. And so it's great for you. It's great for your kids. And most of the time, your kids will be going, hey, why don't we go back to yes, church? Yes, a lot of times they're the best, <laughs> best accountability. <laughs> hey, aren't we supposed to be at Bible study this morning? Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> Let's go. Let me, and don't let me throw a like, hat on well, yes. and run out the door and it's okay. And it's okay. okay. Like, give yourself grace. It's yes. okay if you come in late. Just show up. Yes. Like, okay, so it's 9 o'clock and you were, oh, man, I was already supposed to be there. I'm not going to go. No, no come. 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 You'll Absolutely. still get something out of it. Yes, there is much grace. Yes. With Bible study and with coming. There's also much accountability, yes. which is good, but there is much grace. So we hold both of those things mm-hmm. very well. Um, you mentioned prayer. Sagemont is in a season of really wanting to focus on prayer. Um, share just a little bit about your personal prayer life through the years or what's working for you now. Um, so prayer's been a a growing thing in me. I, you know, as you mature in your walk, it becomes like, okay, now I'm I'm feeling drawn more and more, especially as I learn more of like who Jesus is and, and just his relationship and my relationship with each other. It's like, wow. So the prayer life has grown. Um, I am not a morning person. <laughs> so I will tell you right now, I am not a, let me get up and have my quiet time in the right. morning. It just doesn't work. I have forced it. And it is like, I am not awake enough. Right. What I have found one, it's an ongoing talk all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times it's like, Oh, something will pop in my brain. And it's just a like, Oh yes. You know, and it's just this conversation all day. 
but my most fruitful times are like at night before bed. So my closet, I've got like this chair in there cool. and I've got my little quiet area, but Preston knows, my kids know too, if they can't find me, I'm hiding in there. <laughs> and, but that is at night is when I will journal. And that's when I've had the most fruit awesome. is at night, just really sitting. If I'm struggling with something, it's usually then that mm -hmm. it's like those deepest, you know, that it's just, I've, I mean, that chair has seen tears. It's seen all mm -hmm. the things, but, mm -hmm. um, but that's for me, the sweet spot is like okay. at night. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like for me, it's like the release and just take it like, yeah. uh, you know, either because I've tried to do too much mm -hmm. and all the things. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I find is at night. But most I of the time that. it's an all day conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, oh, there's this one time. But the most deep conversations are in that mm -hmm. chair at night. I love I'm, that. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Encur it's an encouragement. I love to hear well, how it doesn't people are praying. And it is an encouragement to those of. For and there's so not a us. set time like it has right. to be in the morning or God doesn't hear it. Right. You know, it has to no. be 30 minutes. It has to, no, no. He just wants to and it's fluxed. I mean, some prayers are short, some prayers yeah. are long. It's just what am I going yeah. through and mm -hmm. what do I feel like I need to talk mm -hmm. to him about? Um, but that's I think too. It's shifted. Even it's like no, I'm talking to a friend. Yeah. And it's realizing it's just like a. Anybody that I would talk, if I was talking to you, mm -hmm. I can talk to him like that. Mm -hmm. And when that mindset has really shifted, yeah. it's changed. It's opened that way yeah. more. And I, I feel like now, too, the challenge for me now is to just sit and listen. Yes. So that's my new yeah. really push. Like, I just need to sit mm -hmm. and be still and just listen. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times it's really easy to be like, let me rattle off all Absolutely. the things. And it's not even what I want. It's more just like, let me just tell you what's going on. And I'm not actually listening, stopping yeah. to listen to what you have to mm -hmm. tell me. Mm -hmm. So that's the new challenge of like, yeah. all right. This, the being still and listening. And that's yeah. very countercultural to sit yeah, and just yes. be still. Just to be still. But it's such an important thing yes. that we all need to be doing. So great <laughs> encouragement, great encouragement. Jenny, thank you. This was so good. I love when you, I love when anytime we get to hang out. But I love when you come and share. God has given you great wisdom, and I love that you're willing to share it. So thank you so much, y'all. Sign up for Bible yeah, study. You're a mom. Come, come hang out. I want to like, meet you. Yes, come hang out with Jenny on Tuesday mornings. There's tons of other Bible studies. If you're like, well, I'm not a young mom, there is something for you. If you're not a girl, you're a man. <laughs> there's Bible studies for you. We've got so many cool things we're offering here at Sage Month this fall. You don't have to be a member. You come register online. Show up day of. We'll get you registered. All those kinds of things. Come be a part of getting in God's word. We want to help you grow in your relationship with him. However, starts we next can. Week. No, it's very fun. It starts, starts last week, week of August. They kick off and then, of course, they'll be going yep. all semester. So come and hang out and join us. It's going to be super fun. Thanks again for Thank being you. here. So excited you're here. Thank you all for hanging out with us today. We will see you next time on Table Talk. <laughs>